Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Mexican drug cartels for the fentanyl crisis. We'll go live to WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller for the latest at 6.15. The Dow Jones up by 5, NASDAQ down 76 points, S&P down 19. WTOP News Time, 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Steele. I'm Monica Ricks. Federal transportation officials met with railroad union leaders today amid reports of rail workers getting sick at a toxic train derailment site in Ohio. CBS's Stephen Portnoy has details. An official of one rail union says several workers repairing the tracks in East Palestine have reported the same symptoms, migraine headaches and nausea. The union chief told CBS News that some have sought treatment. The workers in question were removing pieces of the track damaged by the derailment and laying down temporary track panels to allow train service to get back up and running. Earlier today, senators also introduced a new proposal to increase rail safety and prevent future disasters. Federal authorities arrested a man in Pennsylvania today after he tried smuggling an explosive in a checked bag on a flight bound for Florida. Agents found the device wrapped in wax paper and clear plastic. It was hidden in the bag's lining. The man convicted of killing Robert Kennedy will stay in prison. The California Parole Board denied Sirhan Sirhan's request to be released, saying the 78-year-old still lacks the insight into what caused him to carry out the crime. Sirhan has publicly said he feels remorse every day. This was his 16th parole hearing. That's CBS's Steve Futterman reporting. Closing arguments will continue tomorrow after a dramatic day in Alec Murdoch's double murder trial in South Carolina. CBS's Nikki Batiste has the latest. Prosecutors told jurors Murdoch, who was stealing from his clients and firm, killed Maggie and Paul to distract from the financial pressure he was under. There's only one person who had the motive, who had the means, who had the opportunity to commit these crimes. But legal experts say prosecutors have one big problem with their case. There's no physical evidence tying Murdoch to these murders. In Washington, a House panel took on the nation's fentanyl crisis. We have chemical substances all over our streets. These are not overdoses. This is not a red or a blue issue. It's a red, white, and blue issue. Every American should care. That's retired agent, DEA agent, rather, Derek Maltz. They say the fentanyl crisis kills more than 100,000 people every year. People in California were not prepared for the record amount of snow that's fallen there over the last week. Here's CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. Every time you take a step, my foot goes down about four feet. Bruce Martz and his wife haven't been able to leave their vacation home in Lake Arrowhead for six days now. This is the real deal, and there's a lot of people in need up here. It's just a matter of who runs out of food first. Up to 15 feet of snow shut down Yosemite National Park. Crews there are still working to restore critical services. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 603 on WTOP on this first day of March 2023. Still nice. We're at 56 degrees in northwest East. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Gigi Barnett. Our top local story this hour. Will you be able to leave your car in the driveway this summer and ride Metro bus for free in the nation's capital? 
Well, the city's chief financial officer answers that question, saying that the necessary funding is all gone. The CFO has written the plan out to of the district's financial projections, but those on the council who pushed the proposal through, they're now fighting back. A statement from D.C. Council Chair Phil Mendelson questions the legal authority behind the CFO of the district pulling the money set aside for free Metro bus from the city's revenue estimates. Ward 6 Councilman Charles Allen also fired back, saying it's the council's job to decide where money is spent. And he accused CFO Glenn Lee of repeatedly underestimating incoming revenues. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is also chiming in, seemingly siding with the CFO on the future of free Metro bus service. That was what people were promised back in December based on revenue estimates that didn't come to fruition. John Dome in WTOP News. You won't enjoy the amenities right away, but there are now plans to improve BWI Marshall. They include rebuilding the airport's largest baggage handling system, increasing the space for restaurants, and sprucing up the restrooms. $38 million is coming from the FAA. It's part of last year's massive infrastructure improvement bill. That money is coming, as we mentioned, from that half-trillion-dollar bill. One month after Jason Lewis turned himself in on charges linking him to the shooting death of a 13-year-old boy in D.C., a grand jury has indicted the D.C. government employee. A grand jury moved quickly in indicting Lewis on the six counts, namely a charge of second-degree murder while armed committed against a minor. The 41-year-old who pleaded not guilty is being held without bond. Prosecutors say on January 7th, Lewis awoke to find a group of teens breaking into cars along his street. And armed with a registered handgun, he fired at the car they ran to before shooting Blake, who was running toward him. Lewis worked as a mentor, supporting teens through D.C.'s Department of Parks and Recreation. He's in court again next week. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. If you live in Virginia, well, some of you will no longer have to attend a court hearing to wipe out charges from criminal records. That's what Fairfax County Commonwealth Attorney Steve Descano has announced today. Previously, people who wanted their records clean had to go to court for a one-minute hearing. That cost time away from jobs. Well, now Descano says they'll only have to come in for a hearing if a judge or Commonwealth's attorney rejects the petition. The move is part of a new process developed by the county court and clerk's office. It only applies to charges that were dropped or dismissed. Back in 2021, the Virginia General Assembly loosened strict limits on expungements and changes to criminal records. They'll fully go into effect in 2025. It is March 1st, and that means cherry blossom season is underway. And we now have the official prediction for when D.C.'s famous blossoms will be in peak bloom. That's when 70% of the blossoms along the Tidal Basin have flowered. It's been a warmer winter, and that's led to an earlier projected peak bloom. The National Park Service predicts it'll be from March 22nd through the 25th, roughly two weeks earlier than normal. Mayor Muriel Bowser says whenever it happens, it's always good for the city. We know that people are going to come for the blossoms. They're going to stay for museums, restaurants, shopping, nightlife. Jeff Reinbold, superintendent of the National Mall and Memorial Parks. During the pandemic, we didn't see the international visitors or the people traveling from distance. So I think that's one of the things we'll see this year, hopefully, coming out. And, and adding to the locals and other folks that are normally here. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Well, former Wyoming Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney may be out of Congress, but she is sticking around the area. She has a new job. She'll be a professor at the University of Virginia Center for Politics, doing guest lectures and taking part in some research. She'll do that until the end of the fall semester this year. Of course, Cheney took a strong stand against former President Trump, She served as the vice chair of the January 6th House Committee, but it cost her politically. She lost her primary election in Wyoming last year to a Trump-backed challenger. 
Coming up after traffic and weather. A Maryland company lost a quarter of its value today. I'm Jeff Clable. It's 608. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. A day full of crashes and congestion in the district. Rollovers, New York Avenue at 6th Street Northwest, near Washington Hospital Center on the curve of Irving Street, near Park Place Northwest, in southeast Pennsylvania Avenue at Minnesota Avenue. Ahead on, eastbound slowly getting by to the right per caller. On the freeways, volumes are high, speeds are low on I-295, 695, and 395. Southbound traffic from the tunnels toward the 14th Street Bridge stacked, and it's not much better in Virginia. Southbound from the Pentagon parking lots crawling toward Glebe Road, where police are stopped with one in the left lane. On 95, southbound slow roll into Woodbridge, but worse off through Quantico before Garrisonville near mile marker 145. High impact rear end crash. The cars actually accordion together. Traffic only getting by down the left shoulder, single file, southbound on the main line. Express lanes are more tempting. Beltway, very slow this uh, evening on the interloop from Tyson's to the Legion Bridge, outer loop from Van Dorn to the Wilson Bridge, and lots of slow stretches through Montgomery and Prince George's counties as well. But no crashes on the Beltway. Between the Beltways, it's getting better on 95 southbound, still slow from the airport exit and off the south end of the Harbor Tunnel Thruway. But beyond Route 100, the pace is improving. The crash in the fire department activity, 175, is wrapping up. Enough so to allow all four lanes to reopen on 95. BW Parkway southbound after going inside the Beltway. We had one fly off into the woods on the left, but both Parkway lanes are open there. Northbound volume delays, 270 heavy and slowest through Gaithersburg, but unimpeded. No crashes blocking the way. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit FitzMall.com. Transparency you can trust. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. All right, now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Stiniford. Our skies range from partly cloudy to mostly cloudy tonight after midnight. A chance of some light rain as a warm front comes our way. Lows range from the lower 40 suburbs to upper 40s near the district. A few light showers early on Thursday. The skies will clear. It'll be a breezy and a warmer day. Look for a high near 70. Rain rolls in on Friday. A cold rain, too. Highs only in the mid to upper 40s. Early morning rain on Saturday. The mostly cloudy and breezy. Highs low to mid 50s. Sunshine and breezy on Sunday. Highs mid to upper 50s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinniford. We were around 60 earlier in the day. We're starting to drop. We check in at 50 in Columbia, 57 in Chantilly. We've got 53 Penn Quarter in D.C. brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Gaithersburg-based Novavax lost a quarter of its value today after the COVID vaccine maker warned of substantial doubt about its ability to stay in business. Novavax's protein-based COVID vaccine is approved worldwide, but it warned about uncertain sales this year. Holiday shopping's coming into focus with fourth quarter earnings, and they're not all good. Kohl's says holiday sales were lower than the year before, and it lost money last quarter. Aston Martin doesn't sell many cars, but it sold more of them last year, about 6,400 vehicles, half of which were DBX models. Aston Martin launched an SUV last February, which it says is selling well. It starts at $208,000. The Dow ends a day up five points. The S&P 500 index lost 19, the Nasdaq down 76. That was more than a half percent. Jeff Clayball. 
WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Go big on grapes at Whole Foods Market. Seedless red, black, and green grapes are just $2.24 per pound with Prime through March 7th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Coming up on WTOP, Attorney General Merrick Garland was under the hot lights of a congressional hearing today. Well, he says fentanyl was unleashed on our country on purpose by drug cartels. We'll get a live update from WTOP's Mitchell Miller on Capitol Hill. 612. Have you heard about sedation dentistry? Today, Deborah Feinstein talks with three dentists to learn more about what dental anesthesia is, who can benefit from it, and where to go for treatment. Are you afraid of going to the dentist? Well, if so, you're not alone. Dental phobia is real. So today we're examining dental anesthesia. We're joined by three partners from Nova Dental Anesthesia in Burke, Virginia. They are Dr. Wassam Ali, Dr. Rafil Ali, and Dr. Yasmin Rasul. Dr. Rasul, as important as oral care is, there are still people who won't go to the dentist. Besides everyone's busy schedule, there are a number of reasons people avoid going to the dentist. Difficulty getting numb, severe gag reflex, dental anxiety and phobia. And then some of their dental conditions can worsen. And that can lead to individuals who need extensive treatment. And are there different types of sedation? So anesthesia falls on a spectrum from mild to moderate to deep in general anesthesia. Uh, most commonly used sedation in Dental practice is uh, nitrous, also known as laughing gas. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's also oral uh, sedation, which are uh, little pills that they can can take before the dental procedure. We also have deep sedation and general anesthesia. We can do this for longer procedures, extensive dental treatments, patients who um, are allergic to local anesthetic, patients or dental treatment that requires a a secured airway. What makes your practice and your office different than some of the others? We believe that everybody, regardless of their trauma, medical condition, should receive high-quality dental care. And with our facility, we assure patients safety and comfort every day. To learn more, visit novadentalanesthesia.com. Or visit WTOP.com and search Top Health. Good evening. A quick look at the top stories we're working on here at WTOP. New frustration for people suffering from so-called Havana Syndrome. The U.S. government says it's very unlikely to be caused by a hostile foreign power. While brutal fighting continues in parts of eastern Ukraine, is there a serious expectation of peace talks anytime soon? We'll hear from our national security correspondent, J.J. Green. Keep it here on WTOP for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. We'll go to Capitol Hill and Mitchell Miller in 30 seconds. Life's better when we do things together. Like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near or with you. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. Learn more at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. It's 6.15. I'm Gigi Barnett. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. Attorney General Merrick Garland dealt with a lot of questions during testimony today before the Senate Judiciary Committee, including how the administration is dealing with a dangerous surge in deaths from fentanyl. How would you describe the fentanyl problem in America? It's a horrible epidemic. 
South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham among the Republican lawmakers who pressed Garland on various issues. And joining us live from Capitol Hill, WTOP's Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller. Okay, Mitch, what does the Attorney General say the administration is doing about the fentanyl crisis? Garland actually acknowledged under questioning from Senator Graham that much more needs to be done since more than 70,000 people are dying from fentanyl every year. That's more than from shootings and auto accidents combined. He says Mexico has tried to help but admitted it's not doing nearly enough to stop organized drug rings from getting fentanyl across the border. He did cite the fact that the DEA and law enforcement seized enough fentanyl last year that it could have killed every American across the country. But this, as you know, is an area that Republicans have really hit hard on in connection with charges that the Biden administration has not done enough to address the situation at the border. And it wasn't just fentanyl that they uh, grilled him on. Garland also received a heated exchange with uh, uh, Texas Senator Ted Cruz, who says that the attorney general didn't do enough to protect Supreme Court justices in the wake of threats after the decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. What happened there? Right. Senator Cruz, like other Republicans, sought to suggest that Garland is politically biased, that he enforces laws against those whose policies he disagrees with while somehow ignoring others. And Cruz focused in on those threats against the justices that came out after the decision in that historic abortion rights case. How do you decide which statutes you enforce and which ones you don't? That marshals on scene make that determination in light of the priority of defense. The marshals do not make a determination over whether to prosecute. Now, Garland said he was the first attorney general to order dozens of marshals to protect the justices at their homes, but acknowledged no protesters were prosecuted. Also, on the separate issue of Hunter Biden, the president's son, he said he has sought to stay out of the investigation by the U.S. attorney in Delaware. And then uh, Garland only got one question about the investigation into classified documents at the home of former President Trump, and it came from a Democratic member of the panel. What happened? Right. That was a little bit of a surprise. The question came from Senate Judiciary Committee Chair Dick Durbin, who asked about the rationale for appointing special counsels in the case of Mr. Trump, as well as for the classified documents found at the home of President Biden. Garland defending this decision, noting that Donald Trump is now a candidate for president. He feels that's a fair way to handle the investigation, and he feels it's even-handed to do the same thing with President Biden, who's likely going to announce his re-election plans in the coming weeks or months. All in all, Garland probably knew this was going to be his longest day of the week, testifying before this committee. All right, Mitchell, thank you. A lot of action on Capitol Hill. That's WTOP's Capitol Hill correspondent, Mitchell Miller. 618. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. And on the Beltway through Maryland and Virginia, warm Wednesday traffic remains. Delays aren't quite as intense as earlier, but volume delays will persist well past sunset this time. Doing better between the Beltways, though. Southbound on 95 at 175. The crash is clear. And on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway southbound at the Capitol Beltway, all lanes open at that one. We've got crashes on some D.C. State Avenues in northwest New York Avenue at 6th Street. And southeast on Pennsylvania Avenue at Minnesota Avenue, eastbound traffic was getting by to the right, but backed up at the Sousa Bridge. Freeway traffic is very slow this evening on 395 in and out through southwest, especially outbound. And it remains slow through Arlington County because of the incident at Glebe Road on 395 southbound with the left lane still blocked. 95 southbound still slow from Newington to Woodbridge, but worse off in Quantico. It's stop and go from exit 150 past exit 148 near mile marker 145. The car crash is um, going to take a while to clear. And at the moment, it's only one lane getting by to the left down the left shoulder toward Garrisonville. 
Uh, you can avoid that backup in the 95 Express Lane. 66, no crashes. Westbound traffic is heavy near the Fairfax and Centerville exits as it is eastbound inside the Beltway toward Ballston. And again, around the Beltway on the inner and outer loops. Still pretty slow, especially heading for the big bridges leaving Fairfax and Alexandria. Help your business thrive and stay connected with the Comcast Business Complete Connectivity Solution. Comcast Business Powering Possibilities. Restrictions apply. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's head over to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Sineford. Mike, it, it was a nice, mild March 1st day today. Um, we got a mixed bag of stuff heading our way. Uh, yeah, warmer tomorrow, then much colder on Friday, so we stay on the temperature roller coaster. It's pleasant right now. Skies are generally clear, but over the next several hours, going to cloud up as a warm front comes our way. And with that warm front, there'll be a chance of some rain after midnight, and all of us will see lows in the 40s. A light shower early on Thursday. The skies will clear behind the warm front. It'll turn breezy and much warmer. Our highs upper 60s to lower 70s. Colder on Friday with rain developing. Going to be a cold rain with highs in the mid to upper 40s. Rain will end early in the day on Saturday. Then I think we might see some afternoon sunshine breezy with highs in the low to mid 50s. Right now, Manassas 56, Gaithersburg 53, and Gigi and Sean, we've got a temperature of 53 at Reagan National. All right, thanks so much. Mike Stanford, all brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. All right, coming up on WTOP, Harry and Megan kicked out of the palace. That's right. We'll explain in a few minutes. It's 621. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-885-8844. 800-885-8844. That's 800-885-8844. Hi, I'm Rich McKenzie, owner of Metropolitan Bath & Tile. Bathroom remodeling has been my life for the past 38 years. All of us at Metropolitan have a passion for remodeling bathrooms. We live and breathe this stuff. We love what we do, and it reflects in every bathroom we've remodeled. Visit one of our four beautiful showrooms located in Annandale, Rockville, Bowie, or Towson. Call us at 1-800-NEW-BATH or visit us at MetroBath.com. Bathroom remodeling. It's what we do. It's all we do. Data underpins countless mission-critical applications across government agencies, and it's your duty to protect and securely access that vital data from anywhere. MongoDB's purpose-built cloud data platform, Atlas for Government, is now FedRAMP moderate. Authorized and available on AWS GovCloud. Accelerate and simplify time to mission with the ideal solution for building modern data applications. Break down silos, control costs, and scale with ease, all in a secure environment. Learn more at mongodb.com slash atlas for gov. 
You're listening to WTOP News. It's 622. Virginia's school's chief is resigning. Superintendent of Public Instruction Jillian Balow is stepping down after a little more than a year on the job. She came to Virginia after a stint as state superintendent of schools in Wyoming. Her tenure in the Commonwealth has been controversial. She locked horns with educators over the treatment of transgender students and revising state standards for history education. And then the Virginia Department of Education admitted a major error in calculating state aid for K through 12 schools, leaving some divisions with less money than they originally thought they were going to get. Atif Carney is a former Virginia Secretary of Education. This governor has no clue what he's doing as far as education, and I think it's a, just a very disruptive political agenda that's really, really halted progress in Virginia, and it's really, really disruptive. Baylow's resignation takes effect next Thursday. Friday marks the 110th anniversary of one of the first large-scale civil rights protests here in the nation's capital. March 3rd, 1913 was the women's suffrage procession down Pennsylvania Avenue on the day before President Woodrow Wilson's inauguration. To highlight women had been completely excluded from the electoral process. U.S. Park Service Ranger Susan Philpott says 250,000 people lined Pennsylvania Avenue. Angry and perhaps intoxicated people in the crowd to start jeering at them, grabbing them. The Army Cavalry cleared the route and the march continued. Six years later, the 19th Amendment gave women the vote. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. You ever hear of royals being kicked out of the palace? Uh, not recently. Mm-hmm. Well, here it is. <laughs> it happened to Prince Harry and his wife, Meghan. They le- when they left England for Southern California, they said that Frogmore Cottage on the grounds of Windsor Castle was going to be their base when visiting London. That is not the case anymore. The Sun newspaper reports King Charles is evicting the couple and the uh, process began back in January, the day after Harry's new explosive memoir, Spare, hit the shelves. The couple's spokesperson confirms that they were asked to to vacate the cottage. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Rob Woodfork with us tonight. Where do you want to start, sir? Hey, let's start with uh, the Capitals as we approach the uh, NHL trade deadline on Friday. The Caps making yet another deal. Lars Eller being traded to Colorado in exchange for a second-round pick in 2025. Eller will forever drink for free in Washington. He scored the game-winning goal in Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final to win the Caps their first-ever championship. And it's the latest in a flurry of moves the Caps have made in the last week. Uh, Eller, the fifth player the Capitals have traded since last Thursday. It's netted the franchise 25 picks in the next three NHL drafts. And, oh, by the way, what's left of the Capitals <laughs> playing in Anaheim tonight? It's a late 10 p.m. faceoff. Uh, local college basketball coming up at the top of the hour. 21st-ranked Maryland, uh, Maryland visiting uh, Ohio State in a search of a third straight win. Uh, George Mason hosting Fordham. They're trying to extend their win streak to five games. And GW, wouldn't you know it, they also have a win streak on the line. They're looking for win number four in a row when they take on Davidson. Uh, Georgetown on the road against Creighton at 830. ESPN Analytics gives the Hoyas a 2.3% chance to win, but you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> there is a chance. There's a gleam. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Coming up after traffic and weather, should the Starbucks CEO expect a congressional subpoena? It's 623. You know, I love repetition when we're talking about repeat clients. This is Dave Johnson, and I want to share with you a story of repeat clients of Jennifer Young and her team at Jennifer Young Homes. The repeat clients who bought a home in Herndon.